there. Welcome to another episode of Around the Emirates with Sarah. I'm here with a very curly guest, Eleanor, who is a Welsh entrepreneur. Hi, Eleanor. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's good to have you on the show. I've been trying to get Eleanor to come on the show for maybe two or three months, probably an exaggeration, but I'm glad to finally have you here. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for your patience. I'm so excited. Oh, it's awesome. I actually, I especially am excited to have you on the show because today is not a great example, but for those of you that know me know that I have super curly hair. So when I saw that Eleanor wanted to be on the show, I was like, come to me, Eleanor. <laughs> so your product is um, called Ilu, or Ilu, am I saying that right? Yeah, you can say it however, so that's, I think that's why I, I chose it. So it's a Welsh word for oil, so it's oleo, that's how Welsh people say it. But uh -huh. you can, I think it just opens the conversation up to be like, what does it mean? Where does it come from? Right, so like, yeah. If you ask what it's called, it's quite cool, so I can be like, it's Welsh. And people are like, do people speak Welsh? Is that a language? And then I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> is, wait, is it Welsh or is it Gaelic? What's the language? Uh, well, Welsh. Welsh. So Gaelic is kind of Irish and Scottish. Um, Have I just offended you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, part of the same family. It's like part of the same family. Okay, cool. I see. So what's the story behind your product? Um, so I started in my kitchen in East London. Um, for those of you that have ever been to East London, it's very edgy, very, very non-Dubai, I'd say. Um, <laughs> so I started off kind of using, well, making an oil for my hair because... I think you can probably relate. Um, I used to hate my curls. I used to think I was really like not beautiful. I had really low self-esteem. I'd straighten my hair like all the time. Like I'd try relaxers, everything until like one day, well, yeah, it was one day basically. I was traveling around Spain and um, I was like, why am I, why am I bothering with this? It's taking two hours of my day. Like it's just consuming my life. I wouldn't go to the swimming pool. I wouldn't want to go out in the heat because, you know, your hair would just go, what? Right, um, yeah. So from then, I just couldn't find a product that would help repair my hair. You know, it was like mousse and like all like chemical stuff. Um, so I went on loads of courses, like read books. Because, you know, when you're passionate about something, you just really just want to know everything about it. Or like, oh, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I used my kitchen um, as like a little lab, I guess. So... I bought loads of different ingredients, mixed loads of things. My, yeah, some were like awful, some were like really good. Um, and yeah, it was just basically for myself. So I did that in 2012, so ages ago. Um, and I just used to put it in my hair and all my friends were like, oh my God, your hair's actually, you know, not looking like a bird's nest. It's actually growing, you know, it looks a bit glossy. And um, I'd be on the tube in London. And if anyone knows London, like no one really talks to anyone on the tube. It's very like, yeah. So uh, there was a couple of occasions where women asked me what I put in my hair. So I'd just be wow. like, oh, just this stuff. I'd have like bottles in my bag, like Mary Poppins. Like, yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just try it, just try it. Just really good. And I just didn't think of anything of it. So I was just working a corporate job, um, like really long hours. And, you know, the grind was just too much. And I was like, I was young. I'm still young, but I was working like over 12 hours a day. And, I was like, this isn't really fulfilling me. Like, you know, it's a good job. You get a nice car and benefits and good salary. But I was like, I need to be able to do something for me. And that like mm -hmm. kind of ignites the inside of me and ignites my soul. Because um, money isn't everything. Right. Um, so I 
really like thinking hard, like what can I do, what can I do? Because also I hate being told what to do. So having a job is Girl. just not, like, I absolutely hate it. So I was like, okay, I have to have my own business because that's the only way I'm not going to be really told what to do. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden I was like, I actually make something that people like. Like, you know, I know how to make it. I know it works. I've used it on my hair. I've yeah. done all the like, little tests and everything. So um, I quit my job. Everyone was like, you are crazy. What are you doing? You know nothing about this industry. Like you have, you know. Hashtag oh, haters. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally so much of this. Um, and it was really hard, I guess. And I think a lot of people probably will relate or are going through this where people always have so much opinion, but you know deep down what you what you're capable of and what you can do. So you just really have to like focus and numb all of those kind of haters out. Right. Yeah. Which is really hard, I think, because it took me a few months. So um yeah, I sat down on my my couch like unemployed and I was like, oh my God. What do I do now? (laughs) I have never sold one. Maybe people are lying. Like maybe I'm just thinking it's good. You know, you like have loads of self doubt. Yeah. Um, And I think that's another thing that's really hard to overcome, especially when you've you know you you have all these kind of voices in your head and things. So you just yeah, you just have to really overcome that and really just focus on where you want to be. So really have kind of a goal in mind. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's basically where it came from and. Going back to obviously the start of the story, I really wanted to be able to help other women embrace their natural hair and kind of give them that confidence. Because as soon as I stopped straightening my hair and kind of embraced the natural me, kind of I stopped wearing so much makeup, I stopped, you know, caring about clothes. Like obviously yeah. I do care about all of these things, but not they weren't like a big thing in my mind. And it yeah. gave me so much freedom and empowerment and confidence. So um, that's a, a huge, huge factor of, of why I started it. I think you answered my next three questions and everything you just said. So you're making my job very easy for me today. (laughs) No, no, it's great. I like the fact that you, um, so I think the main thing that everyone just took away from that automatically right off the bat was how important it is to believe in yourself and not just, and like not necessarily take into, I mean, friends and family, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Some, mostly it's from a good place. They have good intentions. Like if I went to like my parents and said, I'm quitting my day job, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Cause I do have a day job too. So it's understandable that people do it out of fear because they, there, there's a fear of the unknown. So as much as it sounds amazing to be like, I'm going to have a product, like a beauty product for curly hair for you to like, have been able to kind of shield yourself from that and like kind of make yourself immune to the criticism, I think is very inspiring, like on its own. I think that's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's not like the biggest challenge that you, that you have. Yeah, it was definitely a really big challenge. And I'd say my next one, and a lot of people um, have said or can relate as well is, um, well, there's two factors of this, I guess. There's a lot of people that say, okay, where did you get your funding from? Like, how mm-hmm. do you get, you know, loan or how, you know, seed investment and all this. And I was like, okay, that's really good for some businesses, but you you don't think that you just have to have all of this money to start something. Yeah. So I started with £100, and with that £100, all the money I kind of made, I just reinvested in the business okay, I didn't make, I didn't have any money myself for two years because I chose to kind of go down that route. Right. Um, but now I know it's a viable business and obviously I can get investment if I want to because they know that there's a business there. But don't 
don't think that just, you know, because all of this startup culture is very much focused on getting funding and loans and investment, whereas I don't think right. to start anything, you don't need that. So don't use that as kind of an excuse not to start. Basically. Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. Obviously, there's a lot of like, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you'll understand the, like, the, the logistics behind actually launching the company is is the, the fear that stops most people. I mean, I, I, like until you can break even, like you're taking a lot out of your own pocket just to, you know, to get by so that itself is so such a courageous step forward for you to be like you know what i'm going to leave behind everything that is safe everything that is my comfort zone i mean obviously i'm making money but like you said you weren't fulfilled so why live a life where you don't feel fulfilled when you have the chance to find a capacity gap in the market and there is potential for demand and go for it. and to be honest like i have curly hair I have, as we speak, about four products in my room right now that I use on a, like a daily basis. Like I, I pick and choose, I mix them. I'm always on the hunt for something different. Like it's never like, here's my one product. Like what if the product is discontinued? What if I don't find it in the store for like when I go to grocery shopping? Like you always look for like different types of products for curly hair specifically. And it is maintenance. Curly hair is no, not cheap. It's not fun. It can bounce but it's not easy so for you to have not only gone for like a specific type of product which is you know like hair you've gone for curly hair which for me i'm like kudos man like kudos to you for that yeah just really going for the hardest route but i was like but, i feel i know the the struggles when someone like messages me yeah i think that's the difference i guess it's so personal so i do consultations with people and kind of help them with things so because i know curly hair like one wash day to the next is never the same is it so 100% yeah. like people say to me like can't you brush your hair like when it's dry I'm like do you know the pain do you know <laughs> you don't know don't talk um but my next question is more about any kind of like weird story that you might have like any kind of crazy anecdote of any experiences so far um so I've got a funny story and then I've probably got like some advice I guess um so about, about a week ago this is just I've got a few funny stories about business but this is Bring a bit more about me <laughs> um so I was in the UK last week and uh, I was waiting for my COVID test to fly and the they lost my COVID test and I was in Wales which is about six hours away from Heathrow there's okay. no kind of uh, public transport or anything. It's like you have to either drive there or get a taxi, which is like super expensive. I see. Um, so I, I called them at 8 p.m. I was like, uh, I need to know if I, you know, you have my COVID test because I'm flying uh, midday tomorrow and it's six hours to the airport. And obviously I need to get another one if you've lost it. So basically they'd lost it. So I was like, great, yay. Another thing that you have to stress about. So um, my mum was working the next day and I was supposed to kind of get a lift with someone else in the morning and I was like oh my god I don't know what I'm going to do so I called a taxi firm and it was so 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 expensive and I'm always like thinking about my um my expenses as you know because I started of course. with 100 pounds yeah um so I was like it's so expensive so I was like okay can I like, drive there and you can drive back is that going to be cheaper so you can like sleep to the taxi driver and he's like oh my god you're so desperate so I was on the motorway driving a taxi like an actual taxi with like taxi on the I was like oh my god if anyone could see me so I drove to Heathrow pulled the window down and spoke to the guy like asking where the COVID test place is 
and he must have been I didn't realize at the time but I was like he must have been like uh this is really weird it's like a small girl driving a grown man in a taxi like I've never seen this before like this is so weird because I remember him looking like this is strange and then I was like in hindsight I was like oh my god that must have been so weird like what so yeah that for me I couldn't stop laughing yesterday when I actually realized what I'd done like actually drove all the way and I haven't driven like in Dubai it's always automatic right so they manual so I was like I haven't driven an automatic manual in like so long so I was like oh like revving all the time so yeah so hold on, hold on, just, 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 just to, so I've understood this. You drove in a man's taxi six hours, manual, and the guy was just chilling yeah. in the back seat. Yeah. How bizarre! I was so oh. desperate to get my flight that I didn't really like consider how weird this was until like yesterday, and I was like, that was really strange. That's I tell you what, if I didn't think you were funny before, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> who, the, who the hell drives in like a taxi like wow okay okay Eleanor all right so let's add taxi driver to your resume yeah. but um <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to you like I mean you have that experience that's amazing but um I recall that you have won an award if I'm not mistaken oh yeah so I won global startup of the year uh, in Wales out of all of um, yeah, lots of Welsh companies, about a thousand, over a thousand, I think. Um, so yeah, that was so cool. Oh, well, congratulations. That's amazing. That just shows all the sacrifices you made were worth it. And I definitely think that um, when we as women especially have accomplishments, accomplishments like this, it's so important for us to encourage one another and support one another and to not bring each other down. Like when I see you as a woman who is doing her own thing, you know, you started out of your own kitchen with your own money, like a hundred pounds in your account. And you decided to, you just set like a goal for yourself and you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this. Like for me, I'm like, kudos to you. Like that, that, that's, that's incredible. Honestly, well done. Oh, thank you so much. Well, and to you for doing the podcast after days of work. It's amazing. You know, this is spreading the word for loads of other women to just feel empowered and feel good and that's, that's what we all need because the world is tough as it is seriously um and on that note um for our viewers slash listeners because i'm on i'm on a couple of uh, i'm on spotify i'm on youtube as well so people will either listen to this or watch this so do you have any kind of last piece of advice for people listening in um i would say don't wait for a perfect time because there's never a perfect time so like, for example, I made my logo by painting it and using materials in my house and just took a picture and sent it to someone. And that's how I started my business. But wow. if that if I was going to be a perfectionist, I would have waited for a graphic designer and it would have taken yeah. a while or so long. Whereas you just need to get it out there and then you just work like on the way. Like Apple has changed its branding all the time. So it's never perfect. Nothing is, en- nothing right. is ever perfect. Just right. go do it now, basically. No, you make a very good point because people always say like, oh, you know, in, in like five more years when I've saved up more money or oh, like when I, I feel like I really, I'm really not getting anywhere in my job. Well, no, the time is now. Like you can never wait. The more you wait, the more of a chance for somebody else to pick up that idea and be like, well, it was mine now, you know. So you can never let opportunities pass you by. And to be honest, your, your motivation for your idea will diminish eventually like you you have the passion for so long as long as you're working at it as long as you're actually thinking and working towards it every day but that's actually a very good piece of advice i've interviewed a couple of um 
female entrepreneurs, but I don't think a single person has actually said like, do it now. I think the advice they've said is like, you know, you'll have to make sacrifices and, you know, you'll have to, you know, do a lot of time on your own, which is very valid. But I think you actually made a very good point of like, just take that step forward, take that leap. Remember that you have a purpose behind this and just take the plunge. I, I, I find that very powerful. I think that's what you said as well with your podcast and just yeah you just take in your passion and just gone for it so I think you're yeah you're exactly the same I really appreciate that I think that it's um I think that it's it's important for for I mean people like us to show the the power of the drive the power of the passion like you know obviously like podcasting is my weekend thing it's my before work and after work thing for you your your hair treatment your hair brand was was something that you would take hours to buy products and experiment and try this and try that like it's not like an overnight thing so I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and to kind of spread this message for like women can do everything they set their like their hearts to um thank you very much for being on the show and I had a lovely time next time I need to you know get in a taxi with a you know taxi driver I'll give you a call maybe you can teach him how to drive as well at the same time you know multitasking six hours too bro like what mad I'm gonna say as well that's all I'm gonna say yeah it's a really good impression I've given, isn't it? You must think everyone from Wales is mad. <laughs> I mean, you said it, not me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. And for you guys, you guys know um, I'm out every other Saturday. Um, check out social media pages and you'll find this episode with Eleanor. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. And I will see you all next time. Bye.